Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Yes, we are going to attempt to hold Sunny for a little bit. Uh, Folks, again, author of One Rental at a Time. Again, remember this story starts at a very tumultuous time in the stock market and might be something worth a read. If you have read it, do me a favor, go to Amazon and write a five-star review. I would love to see over 900 five-star reviews. If we could do that this month, that would be great. I think we need 14 more reviews. So if you could be one of those 14, I would greatly appreciate it. Also, if you want to be in my office with me, I have a cork board right behind that wall with all kinds of book selfies. So if you want to take a picture of yourself with the book and send it to me, tag me on Instagram, I will print it out and put it on my cork board. And I want to thank you all for that. So again, like, subscribe, comment. If you think my puppy's cute, hit the thumbs up. We are only at three thumbs up. He's cuter than that. Come on, guys, help me out. So it is May 13th. It is Friday, May 13th. And we got a lot to talk about today. Kind of headline news, 38.50 for the S&P 500. If you've been following my channel for the last month, maybe even six weeks, I've been talking to a friend who is into stock charts. And he has repeatedly called 38.50 as one of those support lines. And he called it weeks ago, weeks ago. Pretty impressive when it all unfolds. So again, if you want to check out his playlist and see what I said, it is, uh, I think it's Dan Stocks, something like that. Anyways, I thought that was pretty cool. It bought him yesterday at 38.58. And if you haven't checked, the market is up today. Apparently, we like risk today. Lots of people kind of buying the dip, so we shall see. Twitter. Twitter is going to be retraded, is my suspicion. If you don't know what a retrade is, a retrade is basically you agree to buy an apartment. You agree to buy Twitter. You get into your due diligence phase, and you find something. In this case, Twitter is rumored to have about 5% of their active accounts being bots or fake or whatever, duplicates. And and Elon is likely going to use that as negotiating power to get a cheaper price. Folks, retrading is not a new thing. I think the market saw this coming because we were not trading anywhere near the $54 or whatever it happened to be. Airbnb, I believe it is only currently the island of Oahu. It might be more, but folks, you have heard me talk about Airbnb. You've heard me talk about too many people think it is easy money. Folks, ask yourself this question. You get into the short-term rental business, and then the zip code, the city, the state turns against you. What did Oahu do? Oh, nothing big. Just said minimum stays. Not seven days, not two weeks, not even 30 days. Oahu says, 
Go ahead. Have short-term rentals. Minimum stay, 90 days. How many people had Airbnbs in Oahu that are suddenly worth less? This is going to happen. We have seen affordable homes, you know, traditional monthly, i.e. one rental at a time houses, go increasingly to Airbnb and cities are not going to like that. And then finally, we are going to talk about the housing market in detail and also affordable rental. I believe it was Tuesday this week. We talked with Matt, the mortgage guy. I'm sorry, the lumberjack landlord. And he shared with us that he had three vacancies and over 220 applications in a very short window. I have been thinking about that conversation for about a week. And more importantly, dozens of you commented on that video saying you are seeing the same thing. So we have to acknowledge that not only the Fed broke housing for sale and transactions, but the government, the government broke affordable housing, and we will get into that in a minute. All right, Sonny, let's put you down. So first, let's talk about the housing market. Lots of you are interested in the housing market. Again, I do not see a housing market crash in 2022, at least in price. I do see it in transactions. Lots of you still think it's going to happen. First, I would love to be wrong. I would love to be wrong. I would love to buy stuff cheaper. I just don't see it. But this will happen. First, what is to come? Fear of missing out on the seller's side. We've talked with many real estate agents this week and Matt, the mortgage guy on Wednesday. And it is very, very clear that fear of missing out on the seller side is coming. But you have to remember, a fear of missing out from a seller does not mean a transaction. Yes, inventory is going to go up, but what percent doesn't transact? Just because you list something doesn't mean it's a transaction. We have lots of wish pricing going on. And even more importantly, more owners that will say, I'm going to stay where I am. So yes, fear of missing out from sellers is real. Less demand off the charts. We are seeing cancellations because they don't qualify. That is what higher rates are. More importantly, I'm hearing repeatedly that more buyers are backing out because they are afraid of their job loss. That is coming. Again, they'll stay renters. They will stay where they are instead of get a big mortgage payment. More inventory is finally coming. Folks, get ready get ready. I'm telling you, you and I both know there are plenty of YouTube channels that are going to say things like inventory is up 50%. Inventory is up 70%. I want to remind you that I have taken the time to go back to 2018 and compare it to today's market. The market that I am in had active inventory of almost 2,800 in 2018, a normal market. And today, last time I checked, they had 500. Folks, an inventory increase of 50 or 75% sounds horrible. We go from 14 days on market to 28, something like that. Again, 
understand what is going on. The market is slowing down. The slowdown is real. Transactions are going to crash. I don't see prices falling, at least this year. And we will see price drops because, again, the wish prices, some of them will take a price cut to get out because they are already mentally checked out. They want to sell their L.A. home and buy something cash in Florida. It will happen. Transactions will not go to zero. They will just fall 25 or 50 percent peak to trough. Now let's talk about affordable rental housing. Affordable rental housing has been broken by our federal government. Let me explain. Let me actually draw a picture. Let's see if we can do this real time. Give me a second. We're going to try to draw this because this is how I drew it myself. I would ask you to get a piece of paper if you can so we can do this together. So here we go. Right. We're going to call this 2018. And just for speed, all these little checks or lines or scribbles or whatever you want to call them, those are affordable rentals. Remember, this is 2018. 2018, as an owner of rentals, was a relatively balanced market. Rents went up 1%, 2%, but not the nutty 15 20 that we see today. Let's fast forward to 2020 when the government got involved and started to break housing. Something that you know about my channel or know about my history is I believe the the system that we are all a part of works, except when the government gets in and starts to play. So what happened? You may remember, let me get a different color. In 2020, at the time, President Trump, President Trump enacted something called the eviction moratorium. It was then extended and extended and extended and ultimately called unconstitutional under President Biden, right? This this government intervention was both parties, Republican and Democrat, both broke affordable rentals. So what happened? Well, this eviction moratorium comes in and basically says, sorry, Mr. Owners, you can't evict. So we had some people, I don't know, I'm just drawing a squiggly circle thingy, mabob. Kind of looks like a dinosaur almost, but I digress. Basically told your tenants, you can't evict, even if they don't pay. Month after month after month, landlords getting hurt, crushed, can't, can't pay taxes, can't do this, can't do that. What else happened? Well, the Federal Reserve took interest rates to zero. They de-risked all assets. So what happened to rental houses, or I should say, what happened to houses? They start to explode in prices. So eventually under President Biden, the Supreme Court gets involved. It says, hey, that eviction moratorium is unconstitutional. Stop it, bad, bad, bad. Most of them drop, except for LA County, which I can't explain. Who knows? And guess what happens? Landlords, because they are now frustrated, they are afraid of the future. Who knows what landlords are saying? Increasingly, is you know what? Kick my tenants out, and I'm going to sell. 
So yes, we had more affordable housing coming on the market, but all of this is not available as a rental. It is gone. Once it is sold, it is gone. In addition, we have had Wall Street, because risk was zero, come in and say single family homes are a 6% adjusted return. You borrow at 1%, you get 6%, you win. You are a hero on Wall Street. So again, folks, what have we done? We have taken the mom and pop landlord. We screwed them for two years. Mom and pop landlords were asked to bear the burden of costs. When that was over, they did what was logical for them. They kicked the tenant out, they cleaned the property up, and they sold it to some owner-occupant. The unintended consequences are you have a lot less affordable rentals. So, Lumberjack Landlord on Tuesday said, I got three units, 200 applications. Folks, we are going to see a big increase in rent and affordable rentals. There's supply and demand is undefeated. As I mentioned yesterday, the day before, I also expect the current administration to enact price controls. They will pitch it as short term. They will pitch it as good for the country. And again, screw tenants long term. Because if you are a mom and pop landlord and you are asked to have rent control or price controls when your taxes go up, when your expenses go up, you will kick the tenant out and you will sell your asset to an owner occupant. Price controls could be the final nail in the coffin for affordable rentals. Pretty scary to think about. So if you follow me on Twitter, again, one rental at a time, I posed on, what is today, Friday? On Wednesday, I said Coinbase should buy Robinhood. Yesterday, after hours, it came out that FTX now has 8% of Robinhood. So I got the play right, just the wrong company. I do think that Robinhood is going to be acquired likely by a crypto place. Looks like FTX is aggressive and thinking big, while Coinbase is arrogant as hell and, um, yeah, not running a very good ship. Affirm had some pretty good earnings. Uh, they, they're smaller loss than expected, growing partnership with Shopify, and off gave a better forecast. Jerome Powell admitted yesterday in an interview, I think on NPR, I think it was NPR, it might have been Bloomberg, uh, that he cannot guarantee a soft landing. He also said in the 45-minute interview that their hope is to get inflation back to 2% and that the uh, inflation back to 2% and keep a strong jobs market. He also said 50 basis points remains on the table for June and July. Jerome, A, there's no chance of a soft landing. I I understand why you have to say it. I get it. But dude, you and I both know it's not happening. You must crush demand to get inflation down to 2%. In fact, Jerome, I think CPI goes up next month, not down. And 75 basis points has to be on the table. Stop being weak. 
Uh, airlines, I don't know if you saw the CBI report, but airline fares were up 23%, I believe. Looks like airlines are saying bookings are falling. Why is that? Well, prices are up again, 23%. So bookings compared to 2019 are up 5%, but prices up 27%. Manhattan rents. Remember when we were talking about Manhattan and San Francisco, everybody was leaving. Well, Manhattan rents now set a record. Average $3,870. That was that's over $1,000 more than last year. Ouch. 10 year. 10 years under 2.9% at least it was last night. I wonder what is going on, right? It peaked at 3.15 now at 2.9. That's 25 basis point fall. We've already talked about Hawaii. I think there are more islands, more zip codes, more cities that are going to go hard at Airbnb because they're losing affordable rentals. Think about this. You go into a city and you buy 100 homes and you're going to Airbnb them. Those 100 homes used to be somebody's home, right? They would rent or own. You've taken them out to have short-term rentals. Those don't get recreated. I think more and more cities are going to say no mas or say, yeah, you can have a short-term rental, but it has to be 90 days or 30 days or something like that. Diesel prices, folks, this is a problem. This is one of the reasons I think CPI goes up next month. We have not peaked the 8.5 to 8.3. I think we go back to 8.5, maybe even 8.6. Diesel, record prices. And again, diesel costs are in everything. It's how stuff moves around. It's the last mile or 50 miles or whatnot. It is what happens. Again, I think Twitter gets retraded. I think it comes down. The question is by how much? Uh, What else do we got? In the end, I guess the last thing to talk about is there's more and more talk in China that what was once certain that President Xi would be have another five years. Looks like given his aggressive COVID actions, that there is more and more talk that he will be asked to go away and somebody else would be put in charge. That could be very, very good for the world economy. This next person could be more business friendly, more open. Let's hope it goes that way. Couple of quick things to remind you folks, I am still doing this contest. We are still giving cards. If you close on your first or next rental and one rental at a time helped you, I wanna hear about it. I wanna send you a card. This one is going to Nishant. Nishant, congratulations, your card will go in the mail today. And then yesterday I announced something that I hope was fun and exciting. I have this 30 day challenge, This is a free download on my website, one rental at a time. I am asking you to take on a 30-day challenge. Make it a habit. For me, it is exercise related, but for you, maybe it's look at my buy box. Maybe it's read 10 pages a day. Maybe it's meet one more person in my network. I don't care what it is. Do something different. Have fun with it. Tell me about it. Go get this. Just put in your goal and track your performance. 
you can see I've now completed seven days of my 30 days. Do this with me. Let me know how it goes. Leave comments below on what you're going to do. I will root for you. All right, folks, Friday, May 13th. It's going to be a great day, great weekend. If you are interested in making a difference in your financial future, you could go ahead and get the course, get your money right, or better yet, join the thousands of people in the How to Get Started One Rental at a Time community. Get it today. Get your buy box. Do the work. And you can join me Saturday at 9 o'clock for our private and intimate um, live stream in the Facebook group. Have a great weekend. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye.